Oh, welcome back. Welcome back. We're just talking about my dinner. We're just talking about, yeah, it's almost dinner time. Yeah, I'm very hungry. I'm going to be honest. If you hear growling, that is just my stomach. <laughs> Everything's going to be okay. Everything's fine. Yeah. All right. We are going to be talking about The Lost Apothecary by Sarah Penner. Can I just give a round of applause to this cover art? Yeah, shout out to the cover because it's beautiful. It is beautiful. I could have hated this book and still kept it because the cover is too pretty. I almost think we bought this book based off of the cover. Yeah, not that. I really don't know if I've really heard about this on BookTube or Book Talk or anything. I haven't. Yeah. No. Just solely because of the cover. It's so pretty. Yes. And, and I'll have to pull up because I can pull up Goodreads and, oh, yes, and do yes, yes, yes. Um, the, the ratings and stuff yeah. for it. Should we just say our ratings well, right off should the I, bat? Should I read the, back? read the back? I can, I can. You're multitasking here. I know I am multitasking, and uh, <laughs> it's terrifying to say the least. Okay, here we go. All right. In 18th century London, women whisper of a hidden apothecary shop and its mysterious owner, Nella, who sells well-disguised poisons to use against the oppressive men in their lives. Nella's dark world is no place for her newest patron, a, pre- a precocious. It's been a long day, guys. <laughs> Precocious 12-year-old named Eliza Fanning. But their unexpected bond sparks a string of consequences that echoes through the centuries. 200 years later, aspiring historian Caroline Parswell is running from her own demons when she discovers a clue to London's long, unsolved apothecary murders. Caroline's appending presence soon collides with an explosive history, binding her fate to Nellas and Eliza's in a stunning twist that transcends the barrier of time. So I rated this five stars. This I keep going back and forth between a four and a four point five. I loved this book. It was really so much good. to the point where one night I had to force myself to put it down <laughs> so I could get at least seven hours of sleep before work. Mm. So this was a historical fiction, which I don't read too often. Uh, yeah, I don't read too often it, it's either. It's pretty sporadic for me. I, I really like this is her debut novel. Yeah, it is. And she, I don't know if it's come out yet, but she does have a second one. Yeah, I have information on that. Oh, good. Yeah. See, Mel's on top of it. I was not prepared. <laughs> I even forgot the book in my car. I had to go back and get it. Yeah, I rated it a five. I really loved it. I liked, because I'm definitely a history buff. I mean, yeah. I don't think I've talked to it about it on the channel yet, but mm. I'm the genealogist of the family. Mm-hmm. I love genealogy, history, all that stuff. And you're really good at it. Yeah, I've... <laughs> It's taken me years, and so I liked the aspect. I think at one point I should have tabbed it, but at one point Caroline said that she liked doing history because she liked people's, like, bringing people back to life. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of people that there's, they didn't do big lost. things. Yeah. yeah, Just your average person. And that's kind of, like, what I do in a sense. Of, yeah. Of I put people and photos to names and, I don't know, given their occupation and they're actually like a person so i think i really like that but Mm -hmm. on goodreads it has 3.76 stars it has 200 uh a little under 262 okay that's not bad yeah it's like it's not like 261,974 so just below 262,000 ratings it's mainly four stars yeah, is what I'm what I'm seeing. Mm. I'm gonna say though, I was reading some of the ratings from other people. Mm. 
some people are brutal. Oh. One lady named Claire a year ago rated this a one star and said this concept needs to be confiscated from Sarah, Sarah Penner immediately <gasps> and given to literally any other writer. Oh my god. Isn't that wild? I thought it was it's a really cool concept and I thought she did it really well. I thought she had the characters brought to life extremely yeah. well. I thought she did a really good job of even explaining like the surroundings. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. it was really easy for me to kind of be like put in that time yeah. frame. So it's kind of hard in this not hard but every chapter you go from i think it was 1790 right to present day yeah. but it it says it in the chapter so yeah, it's not, hard it's to not difficult out. plus i mean you're following different characters so nella and eliza are from the past and yes. then it's caroline, caroline and then her husband problematic husband her james husband pissed me off Ugh. But we'll we'll get to him. We'll get there. And then there was the Historian. person that helped with the mudlarking. Yeah, well, I forget what his name Bachelor is. Bachelor something. Something, yeah. I literally just finished guess- this book and I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I could open it and find out. And then also Gaynor. Gaynor, which something, was... That's how I read it. Uh, his something daughter. Like yeah. I also really liked that at the beginning of this book, there's a map. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. Like it just gave it a special everything. touch. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. So my issue, my only issue mm-hmm. was I I wanted more Nella. This whole book could have just been about her. Yeah. I, I didn't really care much about Caroline. It, it didn't bother me, but mm-hmm. I really didn't find it necessary. I did have one problem with this book that dun, I dun, dun. forgot. The ending upset me <laughs> which one the past or the present the the present mm. so i mean i guess what about it that she threw away the bottle I'm like why wouldn't you i keep know it? i would definitely keep it yeah I, when i read that i was like what what are you that? doing let someone else know so keep the bottle i mean it's not, not really right. a spoiler so really. basically um james and caroline caroline's the present day character mm-hmm. They are celebrating their 10-year wedding anniversary, and they are going to spend a week in, I think a week, in yeah, London. Like that, yeah. And the night before they yeah. go, she finds out that James has been cheating on her. How long? We we don't mm-hmm. know. I don't think we ever Did he do out. it before? Well, it had been months, out. because he said something about how... When he traveled. When he traveled to yeah, a work function or whatever. Was, the, so or whatever. he cheated on Caroline with another girl that was Co-worker, in the office yeah, yeah. and, and she goes on the trip by herself <laughs> i was gonna say he didn't really feel like i don't know i don't i don't like james he didn't feel very and remorseful for it and no well, and then he gets worse later yeah on. no he gets so much worse it's ridiculous so <laughs> caroline goes and she's like you know what this is going to be a great time for me to mm-hmm. get away have a breath of fresh air find myself yeah and then there's some hints that she thinks that she might be pregnant so Basically, yeah. the, they're celebrating their 10-year wedding anniversary, and she had been working at her parents' farm mm-hmm. this entire time because it's stable, because he's moving up mm-hmm. on the... Um, In his career, whatever. Yeah, I don't I remember what, what he, he does, does, but it's like a big CEO like yeah. kind of job. And he's going to be, hopefully, partner at, yeah. at some point in life. And so he basically said... 
because she wanted to apply to Cambridge mm-hmm. to go to to get her master's, master's I, I believe, and be a historian. Yeah, and he said, "Well, that's not safe. Like, you want kids? Yeah, like that's why don't going to work? Yeah, out. why like, don't we oh, just have you dude. basically settle?" And yeah. So she was like, "Okay, just like put I your want... dreams aside for yeah. mine." Thanks. Basically, yeah. And she really wanted kids. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I think they were trying. They were. And then she found out that he had been cheating, mm-hmm. which then made her spark to, well, has he been like maybe not trying with me and maybe he doesn't want a baby. Yeah. So then, of course, when she gets to London, she's mm-hmm. throwing up and not feeling yeah. good. And then she starts panicking that maybe mm-hmm. she's pregnant and. Yeah. And she's, she's not, she's not pregnant. Trip, but... she, yeah. No, she yeah. doesn't end up being pregnant. Thank God. Because yes. who wants a child with that? He's a horrible man. He's an awful person. He really, like, the gaslighting for me, ugh, ugh. It's, it's He's like I was so looking into my past. Dumb. I was like, oh. Whoa. Whoa. I was like, whoa. That's, oh my gosh. Oh, wow. But while she's on this trip, she kind of avoids having to do an itinerary. She's like, I'm just going to do what I want in the moment. We'll just, I'll just mm-hmm. keep going. And she mm-hmm. finds out about this mudlarking thing. And yeah, she just goes with it. One of it's one of those tours where the tour guides like trying to get people to go. Yeah, they're like up and down the street. Yeah, like, all right, we're gonna leave in twenty minutes. And he so says the first left. the first trip is free. So yeah. basically, what mudlarking is is you're going to. I don't think it it's determined by the destination, but basically they go into I guess what used to be a river, or maybe it is still it a, is river, a river. But it's but I maybe it's. It seems like it's lower small, than yeah, normal, and so there's because some they land go, and shallow water. They can go, yeah. like, up on the side. Yeah. And they basically are looking for treasures, and Just if they find things, treasures, yeah. they get to keep them. Mm-hmm. Which, now I'm confused on, okay, well, if the first time's free, how much is it regularly? Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Uh, they never say. <laughs> but, um, like, they can find, like, jewelry and coins and, like, random things. I forgot what Yeah, things, so uh... he says that oh, the river that they're in... Is known for, I think it's called Bachelor Lane or Bachelor something, something like because that, yeah. men back in the day would have coins, and if mm-hmm. the women refused to mm-hmm. be with them, they would yeah. bend the coins and then toss them into the river. Into and river. so they've been finding I love tons how of dramatic it. Dramatic that is. Me too. Honestly, I wanna. Like, I'd want to do it. Just Give me a coin. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, but she's going through, and then she finds this little glass vial mm-hmm. thing, and there's, like, a faint marking on it, and she asks the tour guy, like, oh, do you know what this is? And he was like, no, but you can go ask for this particular lady uh, at the library. I know her. Just tell her I sent you, and maybe she'll be able to help you out. Do you hear a cat screaming? Yes, that's called Percy. That's called Percy. That is, is a Percy. Percy. He's fine. He just wants attention. <laughs> He's very dramatic. He's a very good boy. Apart from the screaming. Yeah. Anyway, she goes to the library and turns out this historian is his daughter, right? It is, which I'm like, something. why wouldn't you say that? Just say that? Yeah. Yeah. He's being very mysterious. I'm like, I you really know, don't need to be. Uh, but she, oh, I forget what it's called, but she specif- like specifically handles like the maps and yeah. charting that what the layout used to be of the city versus now. His name is Bachelor Alf. Bachelor Alf. I just think of that, what is it, the 80s show? The alien guy? Oh, 
his name was Alf. Yes. Um, I found the the snippet. <laughs> Oh, there we if, go. If we can go back. Yeah. Hundreds of years ago, men would bend metal rings to display their strength before asking a lady for her hand. But if the lady didn't want to marry the man, you see, she threw the ring off the bridge and told him off. I've found hundreds of rings. <laughs> Seems plenty of gentlemen walked away from this river as bachelors. Where do they get? Well, I guess if you can. Well, no, gold should be able to bend. I just thought it was funny, like asking a lady for her hand. I like the fact that. He'll ask, and she takes it, so it's like, ooh, is that a yes? And then she just chucks it into the water. Yeah, you don't really talk about taking your hand, but uh, (laughs) that does remind me of, I don't know, like a month or two ago, that guy that on Instagram had messaged me and asked me, asked to court me. Asked to begin the courting process. Yeah, like, sorry, um... Hard no. Someone has been courting me already. <laughs> I am I, being courted. I am already being courted. <laughs> yes, my boyfriend thought it was hilarious. Oh, I courted. was creeped out. But, nah. Uh, being courted. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. So, the whole present timeline is basically her trying to find out more about this vial mm-hmm. and trying to... It's like a self-love journey, essentially. Kind of, yeah. So, she finds out that there's... It's a bear etched, mm-hmm. and so they're trying to figure out what that could possibly be about. And then Gaynor thinks that possibly it could have been regarding Bear Alley, which was oh, yeah. a little alleyway mm-hmm. that used to be named Bear Alley. And I think in present day London, it's no longer noted, or maybe it's it is not... noted, but it's it's very high developed around yeah, the area. It's like really between buildings now so i don't think they really refer to it just like yeah it's just another alley. I think it's just another little yeah. alleyway yeah so should we say just like what james's deal is when he yeah when he I, I guess we can shows up because it's hard we we're gonna yeah. have to it's hard because we jump back and forth yeah. so we're kind of like learning who nella is mm-hmm. and the apothecary mm-hmm. and obviously nella's apothecary is where the file came from, from yeah um, but yeah, we can go to James. We'll just finish off idiot. James and get it over with. Yeah, so James decides that he's going to fly to London without tell. Well, he tells her, but yeah. after he already booked. Or the- yeah. yeah. And so, of course, sends Caroline into a panic because she doesn't yeah. want to see him. Yeah. And obviously he knows where she's staying because they, they had booked the hotel together, yeah. together. So then he shows up and he's, of course, like asking for her back and and all this stuff yeah let me take you to dinner we can yeah. work on this blah 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 yeah and she's like uh Ugh. no yeah please leave me alone. like please i didn't even want you alone. to be here in the first place yeah and he's like well i don't know what you want me to do it's like uh fly uh, back home Pop yeah home. why do you show up at all but it's the next day where he starts feeling sick and he asks Caroline for like, oh, do you have any medicine or anything? And she's like, well, no, but I have some eucalyptus oil in yeah. the bathroom. Yeah. So he goes to use that. Turns out he drank it. Yeah. You're supposed to rub it on your neck, kind of like yeah. vapor rub. Yeah. And I thought that was obvious. Yeah. <laughs> or at least read the instruction. Like he said, like, oh, I thought, I don't know, you. I thought you told me to drink it. Like I, I don't see where that yeah. Can so happen. according to James, he had asked for Dayquil. She said mm. she didn't have Dayquil. She had this. So he's thinking, oh, that's a direct substitute 
of Dayquil. So because I can't drink Dayquil, I'm going to drink this oil. Which I'm like, so it clearly says danger. And it does not taste. Like, no. It definitely he's... doesn't taste like it should be in your body. He's an idiot. So then, of course, he's obviously throwing up. He's yeah. throwing up blood. And during this time, I mean, we'll go back yeah. a little bit. But Caroline's finding some more information on the mm-hmm. apothecary. And so she's had some notes written in her yeah. journal. Obviously. A suspicious. Yeah. Obviously not the best things to write in a notebook of um, dosing to kill. Yeah. <laughs> and so then, of course, when she calls paramedics, paramedics sees the journal, mm-hmm. calls the police. They think she's trying to poison her husband, who willingly told them that they're having marital problems. Yeah. Which I'm like, uh, you don't and really need to say that. Also, she just left the notebook out. So, like, yeah. why would he? <laughs> anyway. So she has to do, like, an interrogation, mm-hmm. and she's, like, tr- trying to seriously prove that, like, no, seriously, I'm, I'm just looking into this vial. Yeah. And the historian comes and vouches for her, and then they go to James's, I was going to say hotel room, his hospital room, mm-hmm. and she walks in with the police officers, and he's like, what's going on? And she's like, they think I'm trying to kill you. And he was like, no, I, I drank it myself, because I'm dumb. Essentially. Yeah, and then we find out <laughs> that James had drank it on purpose to yep. try to win Caroline back, which I'm yeah. like, how that... does that... So, like, he would get a little better and then they can fly home together. It's like, no. Yeah, so basically oh. what had happened was Caroline had told him that, like, they are going to be separated and he goes, on my deathbed. Yeah. She's like, oh, what? You're, a lo- you're talking to me. Yeah. Oh, my lord. Yeah, he was... Like really it's making really me mad. The awful guy. <laughs> the ga- the gaslighting it's for me was bad. Huh. So bad. Yeah. So we don't like James. We do not. Like and James. James goes home a single man. That's the end of James. Ugh. But bouncing to Nella's perspective. Yeah. So How... Nella, her mom oh, owned the apothecary, the apothecary yeah. and taught Nella everything. Yeah, and I don't know how long. We we never find out how long it's no, been in her family, actually, but yeah. or like how it started mm-hmm. or whatever. So Nella and her mom ran the apothecary together. It was just the two of them. Mm-hmm. Nella's dad was, I believe it was he was a fisherman that had only been there for like a month or two. Yeah. And then, and then left. left. So her mom only helped women, really. And she would keep a ledger of everyone's names and which like and what they get what yeah. she gave them. So then, I think her mom passed, mm-hmm. and then she met Frederick. Yeah. Okay, so her mom passed. She now has a store. She meets Frederick. I don't remember what Frederick was there for. Oh! It was like his sister-in-law or sister? No, it was his sister okay. who was having very bad cramps. That's right. And he was he was sent there by her mm-hmm. to get something, something to help with. Yeah. So she made that. And he left, and then of course she fancied him. He mm-hmm. fancied her. They had this fancied. fancied. <laughs> and I, I'm using my old terms today for this book in the 1790s. I'm sure frolic is going to come up at some point. I oh, love I that word so. frolic. Uh, and so they started seeing each other mm-hmm. a lot more. And then she ends up pregnant. Nella does. Yeah. And obviously in 1790, that is very no, no, no. that is a double no no. <laughs> And so 
then he's saying that he's going to wed her. Yeah. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, we'll be a family. So then he takes her on a picnic. And I want to say she caught, Nella caught Frederick in her apothecary. If you hear a dog, dog. there is Reginald. He just has a lot to say as well. You know, we always have animals in the background. It was pumpkin. Yeah. It, it was pumpkin. Now it's Percy. I know. mean, I refuse to be anywhere that pet isn't an animal. No, that's so. very true. <laughs> and so it it comes to light that Frederick had taken some things from Nella's apothecary because she had done inventory mm-hmm. and figured out, oh, I'm missing some things, yeah. and Frederick was the only one that could do it. Yeah. And this was after the picnic they had had together, where he declared his love for her. He yeah. said he was going to wed her in a week. All this stuff, and then she started bleeding Mm -hmm. and come to find out she had lost the baby and then when she went to go tell frederick she couldn't get a hold of him and then come to find out uh frederick was married this bitch (laughs) so come to find out the sister Mm -hmm. air quotes was the wife yeah and frederick used nella's own stuff to abort the baby against her so what does nella do what every woman wishes she could yes get revenge Mm -hmm. and kill him (laughs) Um, so that's how it became Uh, that's how she started killing yes exactly so she then started to become known as the woman that could make potions Mm -hmm. to rid of of people and during this time, I guess we can go back to present day Caroline. Mm-hmm. She finds, because she, of course, is looking up apothecary. She's looking up, um, I, she's looking up keywords yeah. that, that you would find to try to figure out what was going on. And she was looking in the, in the early 1800s when in reality this was all happening in the 1790s. Mm-hmm. But she had found an excerpt from a hospital i'm trying to, to find the page as i'm talking can you tell i'm multitasking probably <laughs> that someone references the apothecary and that also opens up the door of oh this might be like a murder apothecary a murder. a murder yeah i i know it's in here somewhere you would think i would get used to tabbing <laughs> oh, things well i wanted to read the, the, ex- the i wanted to read the expert excerpt not expert. Excerpt. <laughs> it's been a long day dealing with insurances. I'm trying to where find where it is. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's towards <laughs> the beginning. Oh, I found it. No, I found it. Okay. October 22nd, 1816. To men amaze, I could have showed them all they'd wish to see at Bear Alley. Oh, so that's what she had done. She had looked up Bear Apothecary. And then this that's is what right, she, Bear yeah. Alley, yeah. That a killer need not lift her long, delicate hand. She need not touch him as he dies. There are other wiser ways. Vials and victuals. The apothecary was a friend to all of us women. The brewer of our secret. The men are dead because of us. Only it did not happen as I intended. It was not her fault, the apothecary. It was not even mine. I lay blame unto my husband and his thirst for for that which was not meant for him. So... Of course, she's reading this, and she's thinking, okay, mm-hmm. so there's a killing a 
apothecary, yeah. basically, is what she's trying to figure out. So then we go back to Nella, and one day, so Nella works through her apothecary in the sense of she's behind a secret door. Yeah, there's a secret room behind her apothecary, and the only, it's just word of mouth of women telling yes. other women about her. Yeah, and in front of her is an empty room that only has a barrel of pearl wheat or something. Some, like that. Pearl something. It's a very bare room. Yeah, so and if so someone search it, it, it they just looks mm-hmm. like a storage. Yeah, something. so women know from other women mm-hmm. that they want to, if they want to kill someone, they will write a letter and saying who it's to mm-hmm. and when they are going to come and pick up the the potion and so that's when she knows she never knows who it is until they come and pick it up yeah and that's when she keeps a ledger of she'll write the person's name who the potion's going for what ingredient she used and i want to say how because some of her potions are different like we'll talk about eliza but eliza when she picks up the poison it's in eggs so mm-hmm. she's able to hide them in, yeah. in different ways other than just files. But and, I, and then she writes the date. Yes, but, and she writes the date. And it's kept yeah. in all a ledger. And of course she makes other potions that aren't poison. Yeah, so but, it's just mixed of the good and the bad. Yeah. So then we meet <laughs> Eliza. Eliza is... She's not a maid. I don't even know really what she kind is, like to be servant, honest. Kind of like a kind of. So, yeah, so her... M- her parents basically sold... Well, they didn't sell her. I mean, I, they kind of did, I guess. I don't know how to... Traded her? I don't know. I don't even know. She works for this wealthy family, and basically the headmistress mm-hmm. has a hard time writing. She has tremors, mm-hmm. and so Eliza now writes for her mm-hmm. and transcribes everything, and that's how she learned how to read and write. Mm-hmm. And... It's come to light that the master of the house, yeah, has been touching her. Molesting her? Yeah. Well, I was going to go with the lighter version. Oh, you get it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Uh, He was doing bad things. Anyways. And so, of course, the lady of the house found out Mm -hmm. and was like, you know what? Mm, We're going to kill my husband. Yeah. She's like, I'll take care of this. Yeah. So she had Eliza write her letter to... Nella. Nella. And she knew Nella because she has given her stuff for her tremors before, but yes. her tremors are so bad that it didn't work anyway. Yeah, so Eliza went to go and collect it, and it was supposed <laughs> to be in eggs, so that way she would Eliza, who is 12, yeah, would cook the eggs. She had two regular eggs and two larger eggs, and the larger eggs had the poison in them, so mm-hmm. she would cook the two Breakfast for, for yeah, yeah, and then two for him. And she kind of, like, I don't know, it takes a liking to Nella. She... She's just really fascinated by, like, mm-hmm. just the potion making of it, I guess. Yeah. Which I would, too. Yeah, I'd be, too. Mm-hmm. So she goes back to... It's the Amwell house. Um, she cooks the eggs, and he eats the eggs. Boy, does he. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he dies. Yes. Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah. And uh, what happened? They, like... Mid panic, because Eliza kind of just realizes, oh, I really did kill a man, and she mm-hmm. like runs to the living room or something, and the mistress is trying to get things set up, and Eliza then gets her period, 
Yeah, and, that, and she her thinks... first period ever, and she yeah. was never told about this. And so she just sees that she's bleeding, and she's like, oh my god, he's haunting me. Yeah. And causing me to bleed. And in the midst of all of this, she tries to tell the mistress, but she doesn't really get it out, actually, what's happening. And so it's kind of looked over. Yeah, so then <laughs> she goes, well, she goes back to Nella to try mm-hmm. to see if she can, because she thinks Mr. Animals. ghost, yeah. Yeah, and so she goes back to Nella and is just like, I need you to get rid of a ghost. I need something for a ghost. And she's like, um, I <laughs> There's no such thing as ghosts. can't do that. And so while she is with Nella, another person comes in. Ugh, this lady. Well, no. <laughs> she had gotten this letter from another lady that mm-hmm. wanted a poison. She was going to come pick up. Yeah. And so while Nella, or while Eliza's there, the lady comes and come to find out it is for her husband's mistress. mistress. And Nella has a rule. Mm-hmm. She will never poison and kill another woman. Yeah. She only helps women. So when she finds this out, she's like, mm, I'm not going to give you this yeah. poison. You're screwed. Yeah. And the lady, of course, freaks out like, do you know who I Ugh. am? She's like, actually, no, I don't. She's like, no, I really don't care. <laughs> and the poison she made took her like two days because she had to go and collect all these hundred beetles. She had to then go cook them mm-hmm. and then Rush crush them, them to a super fine powder to the point where it looked liquid. Yeah. And Nella, all throughout the book, is having ailments. Yeah. She's, we never find out what sickness she has. It almost seemed. It almost like sounds cancer. cancer. Yeah, it almost uh, sounded like cancer. I mean, at, at that time period, she probably didn't know herself what it was exactly. She probably just figured it was her tie. Y- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a trend on TikTok going on right now where it's like, say something that would send a Victorian era child into a coma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Funniest thing ever. It's good. So, yeah, she knows that, like, time is not on her side. Yeah. So she throws the poison in the fire because this lady's not taking no for an answer. She's yeah. like, you know what? Screw it. We're just going to get the poison out. We're just, yeah. Well, that sets that lady off. Yeah. She's like, um, no, if you don't make me this, I'm gonna go to everyone and say, Tell everyone you're a killer. That's what you're doing, yeah. So she, she's like, I'm gonna show up tomorrow morning mm-hmm. and you're gonna have another one for me. Yeah, so then Eliza's like, You know what? I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help Nella. She needs my help because at this point, Mrs. Amwell is visiting her sister, oh, yeah. so she's not in needed. Morning, yeah, she she's not needed morning. at the house that she mm-hmm. resides in and helps out. So Nella, and Nella's really against it because she doesn't want a child around all yeah, this yeah, death. She, yeah. She's trying to to mm-hmm. save her. Yeah. And Eliza doesn't take no for an answer. And yeah. so they go and they get all the stuff and then that's when Nella's just way too tired from this trip. Yeah. The disease is really taking a mm-hmm. toll on her body so they sleep in a barn that's nearby and that's when Nella confides in Eliza about basically why she started the apothecary like mm-hmm. poisoning side of it and that's where Nella also tells her like oh women bleed monthly yeah and Eliza never asked no she's like mm, I think she's just tired yeah she's like that that don't make no sense I'm like mm, okay I feel like I would have been told that yeah so then <laughs> As it's still a ghost. As we're finding out about this, 
Caroline then figures out that there must be an apothecary shop in Bear Alley. Mm-hmm. She doesn't entirely know where, mm-hmm. but she's going down Bear Alley and she sees this kind of empty lot and a door. Yeah. That's kind of hidden, but not terribly this hidden. This was the only not super realistic part because it, it wasn't like super hidden, like you just said. And yeah. so someone would have done this earlier. Oh, like went you know in and I mean? checked? Gone in and like checked, checked. I think Unless they, they really would've... weren't doing their job and didn't like really investigate because it was made to just look like a empty-ish room. I think they would have went in and checked. But not like... But I... Things. Correct. <laughs> because also it's noted in the book that once Caroline goes in and steps through the threshold... And knows that she's trespassing. She's also doing this at night with her cell phone camera, which and no honestly, I know she's there. I would do the same. Same. And the only reason she notices something's wrong is because it's been so long. It's been like two hundred years mm-hmm. that part of the wall, some of the boards have fallen, so yeah. it, it looks like it was false boards mm-hmm. as shelving. That's the only. That's how she could tell. Yeah, so I'm I thinking. Guess. I mean, it just, I mean, it, just re- it possibly. Something. Yeah, okay. So that's when she finds the apothecary. And then, of course, she's trying to take pictures. Yeah. And it's dusty, yeah. so they're all blurry. But she does find the ledger, and it's still intact. Mm-hmm. It still has the writing in it. Mm-hmm. And she takes photos of them. And then, of course, she's got, like, 3%. So she's, like, scurrying out yeah, of it. Yeah, and it's, like, super dark, so she needs her phone for flashlight. Yeah. So she does what she can she gets out yeah um, all this time while james is yeah, upset upset in the hotel room but that's why she had a uh, suspicious toxin recipes yes because <laughs> she wrote it down in her own notebook to try to figure out what it actually says because i mean old tiny handwriting was fading and dust and so she was trying to figure out what it said yes it said recipes so during the we're trying i'm trying to follow like as we were reading the book, yes. yeah, and it's it's, it's a little pretty, difficult. Yeah, we'll go back to Eliza because, like I said, Caroline just found the apothecary. Yeah, at this time, Eliza, they had just finished. They had just woken up from the day after collecting all the beetles. I believe Eliza had saw a book in Nella's shop, and Nella was like, "Oh, my mom got it from this bookstore." Which she is gave nearby. it to her right at the beginning before oh, okay. the lady showed up because. She was trying to get her out. She's like, uh, you can have this book. I don't think it'll work, but maybe you can go to the bookshop because it has like, right. a stamp or something in the front. Yeah, so I will note that she goes to this bookstore. Yeah, it has all the magical arts is what it's called. Ah. So she finds a book called Spells for Modern Household. It's got one for... It's got weird things. Like, <laughs> brew to assign infants gender in utero. Elixir to extract child's tendency to lie. Elixir for restoring breath to the deceased infant's lungs. I'm like, that's very specific. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm trying to find what the... The boy's name. Tom. Tom Pepper. Tom Pepper. So Tom Pepper is about Eliza's age. I'd say like Mm -hmm. 12, 13. And his parents owned the bookstore. Mm -hmm. His mom had died a week after giving birth to Tom. Yeah. She had given birth a lot. (laughs) I want to say nine times, but I feel like that, well, I guess in the 1790s, that wasn't crazy. Yeah. But basically, 
he was born deceased and she used the elixir for restoring breath to the deceased infant's lungs to bring him back to life and then she passed away which is very sad and so it's yeah. just tom and his dad that owned the bookstore and tom basically took a fancy to eliza and eliza took a fancy to him mm-hmm. and so he said you can keep the book and if you use I don't know. He, he was trying yeah. to be sneaky. Yeah. Basically was saying, no matter what, come like, and come see me. Tell me about it. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so then Nella's trying to figure out how to basically keep herself alive. I mean, she knows that things are not looking good for her. Yeah, after the bookstore, she goes back to the the house mm-hmm. where police are investigating because one of the maids said that the mistress had poisoned the husband. Yeah, so Lady Clarence, that is who Lady Clarence. She was going to put the poison in a drink and have the mistress, who, by the way, is also her husband's cousin. That's right. Mm-hmm. I read that. I was like, mm, okay. There it is. There Checks it is. out. Mm, yeah. In 1790s. <laughs> okay. So, Miss Burkwell is the cousin slash mistress, and mm-hmm. that's what the drink was supposed to go for. Well, Lord Clarence. Lord Clarence. Lord Clarence. <laughs> uh, dead. Yeah. He dead. He dead. Yeah, he the real dead. 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 Dead, dead. dead. And come to find out, the maid figured out that... Snitch. Big time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, she took a wax imprint of the vial, mm-hmm. and... It also came to light that, so as we had said before, Eliza was helping Nella finish this. Yeah. And Nella goes, oh, hey, just go pick just any, go get the vial any and vial put it in and there. put it in. Well, she picks one that used to be Nella's mom's back in the day when everything was fine and they didn't have well, to hide. So the good legal stuff she sells goes in a vial with a bear saying the shop's name. And the poisons go in a vial that are blank. Oh, when I read it, I assumed, because I thought she had kept a couple of her mom's old vials when it did say the address. Oh, but well, that she was still when... gives out good stuff. Well, yeah, but that was, they gave that out back when her mom would only do good stuff. That's what I read. Anywho, uh, there's uh, two vials. No matter what, there's two vials. One that has. She chose the one with the shop name. Yeah, she chose the wrong vial. She chose the very wrong vial. (laughs) And Nella had tried to get the vial back, and they did. Lady Clarence went and found the vial again from the servant, got it back to Nella, and so they. She thought she was in the clear, but the boy was she not. Oh, took that imprint, and so. They and then they printed it in the paper. And printed it in the paper because it wasn't totally clear, but if you knew the shop. You could probably recognize where it's from. Yes. And so Nella is like, all right, time to go. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, we've got to get out of we here. Go. Eliza feels really bad because she was the one who put it in that vial. Yeah. She. So she wants to use, there's something in one of the magical books. Mm-hmm. It's a tincture for something. I Do I remember what? what? No, I don't. It was like for good luck or good getting for- rid of fortune. bad fortune or something, something like, like that. that. And, and so, so she snuck into the apothecary to start making it. And Nella comes back like, what are you doing? 
you know what it doesn't matter i need to go you need to go pretend you never met me yeah and eliza's like but i made it yeah and then as they're leaving there's two or no three police officers Mm -hmm. that they see down the alley yeah because they're already on to them yeah and so then they start running and of course nella is dying i mean she's coughing up blood at this point good and so they're trying to run and nella's like you know what i'm just gonna jump from the bridge because i know how to end this yeah eliza like go off just say it was all me yeah and they reach the bridge off to the river and eliza drinks that tincture real fast and like don't worry nella it's fine i drank it and then just goes into the river yeah, so then Nella, fortunately enough, there's enough people on the bridge that she kind of pretends to be just the public. Like she yeah, wasn't she, even part- plus she was yeah. in shock, and so the yeah. police assumed it was the lady who jumped off the yeah. bridge. And Nella's just kind of like, in like, uh, it, she's just, uh, okay, and kind of backs up, and, and it's just pinned on Eliza. Yeah, so then Nella goes back to the shop, and writes eliza fanning london ingredients unknown because she knew eliza had made something but she yeah, didn't know the ingredients what, it, what she made yeah 12 february 1791 and she wrote that at the end of the ledger that was the last ledger entry. god i could not think of that word <laughs> oh my gosh and then she had wrote a little thing to mrs amwell mm-hmm. to let her know that eliza had passed away yeah. so she wouldn't come back from vacation morning yeah morning <laughs> well she's pretending to mourn so yeah i guess for her it was a vacation so then caroline had taken a picture of this page that had mm-hmm. eliza fanning's name on it yeah and then had read she had found the i guess obit for yeah lord, the news lord clarence yeah that he died and then she figured out oh well then this time frame mm-hmm. must have been lady clarence so then she asked Gainer to figure out when Lady Clarence died, mm-hmm. which she died in October of 1816. And so she figured out, oh my God. It was her. It was, wrote, yeah. Though. And so then she was trying to figure out, well, who Eliza Fanning was. Yeah. And if she was the apothecary person mm-hmm. or why. What? Yeah. yeah. And so then she had searched, which this I gasped <laughs> out loud. So, she then searched for Eliza Fanning and hit enter. In summer of 1802, which we said this happened 1791, yeah. so 20-odd years later, yeah. she found in a newspaper from the Brighton Press, a headline read, Eliza Pepper, a.k.a. Fanning. It's, it says knee Fanning, which yeah. in ye old days. <laughs> Sole inheritor of husband's magic bookshop. It went to say that 22-year-old Eliza Pepper had inherited the entirety of her husband Tom Pepper's estate, including his wildly successful bookshop. And then it went on to say that it would remain open. And she said, both Tom and I owe our very lives to the magic arts. I was only a child. It was my first tincture, but I risked my life for a special friend. Who, one who still encourages and counsels me to this very day. Maybe my youth was to blame, but I had not an ounce of fear when the movement of death presented itself. She said, I had found 
the little blue vial of magic to be feverish against my skin and after swallowing the tincture the heat of it was so powerful that the frigid depths were welcome and so of course the people doing this are like mm-hmm. what the heck are you like, talking about you frigid talking depths <laughs> and they were like do explain mrs peppa Ugh. she just thanked them and then reached out her arms on either side of her, taking the hands of her two young children, a boy and a girl, twins, aged four. I... So she <laughs> lived. Yeah. So also Nella passes... They don't say. Well, I mean, uh, well, obviously she does. It's been 200 years, but... I mean, at that point, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I really wanted them to say what the names of the boy and girl were because I thought oh, the girl's name was going to be Nella. Yeah. It probably is. So then I read that and I was like, oh my God, a special friend. Oh my God, Eliza's alive. So then <laughs> she realizes that Eliza was the one that had jumped from the bridge because mm-hmm. there was also a news article about apothecary killer jumps from the bridge. Yeah. Because after news got out about that little bear vial mm-hmm. in the newspaper, people started saying, oh, I found a vial that had a yeah. bear on it and we had an unexpected death mm-hmm. in our family. Yeah. And so then they put two and two together and. That's how they figured out. But then at the very end of this book, which upset me so much. I mean, I still give it five stars. Like, this was a fantastic book. I was annoyed by that decision, yeah. But Caroline takes the vial that she had found and throws it in the water. Yeah. She's like, I will go to Cambridge and I will do what I wanted. Take it, River. And And I'll let someone else go on this journey. I'm like, why? Why would you throw it? And then, of course, um, at the very end, she says that she sees two women farther away. Yeah. And after she throws the vial, mm-hmm. she glances back up and because she knows that the women would be closer to her or should have been closer. But she frowned and then smiled at her own wild imagination. Her eyes must have been playing tricks on her for the two women were nowhere to be found. Yeah. So then obviously they're referring the, to Eliza and Ella yeah, together. Yeah. I was so mad that she threw <laughs> the vial. Why wouldn't you keep it? You did all that research. For- so, like Mel said, she decides, you know what? I'm going to divorce my husband, which... Good. Good decision. Yes. She applied to Cambridge Theater Masters, and then her, like, essay portion or... I don't know. The dissertation? Yes. Oh, I could not think of that I'm term. Really I was like, it starts with, with a D is going to be on recovering the apothecary. Which yeah. I'm like, why? You know what would have been you... good evidence? The vial. Right. <laughs> That's so dumb. Yeah. Like, how yeah, are you gonna explain point. to yourself, hey, I went into this random place and I found this random other place inside and I just happened upon an apothecary. Um, excuse right. me, ma'am, you're gonna say you found a vial. Yes, and you're not going to have the vial. So, Sarah, that's my only um, thing that I don't like about this book. <laughs> Let me... Oh, well, you can talk about... Or do you have questions? I didn't oh, get I have, any of the questions. I, have, I had questions that I wanted to ask you. Oh. Um, okay. So, at the end, uh, Eliza says her special friend that still counsels her to this very day. Mm-hmm. Do you think Nella's still alive? No. Or is her spirit? Probably her spirit. I don't think that I don't think she lives. She's coughing up blood. Well, now Eliza has magic books. Okay, well maybe, but you know, seventeen ninety one. There's only so much magic. I mean, honestly, Nella probably was like in her early thirties and was already dying. That's true. Okay, mm. 
they didn't live that mm-hmm. long back then. Do you think Elias tincture, Eliza's tincture worked, or she just got lucky jumping to a river? I mean, part of me wants to say it was magical, but you know, it's. <laughs> I, I think it was just fate at that point. Mm-hmm. And so, there's three POVs. We get Nell's perspective, Eliza's, and Caroline's. Mm-hmm. Whose was your favorite, and why? Mm. I liked Nella's. Nella. I liked Nella's. I could do a, I, I would read a whole book of just Nella. She was just very interesting. Yeah. I just, I really liked hearing her yeah. thought process on things and like the way mm-hmm. she did things. And why. And I really liked how in the back of the book there's little recipes. There are. It's yeah, so cute. it's very cute. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. It's very cute. Oh, I had. So it says, in 18th and 19th centuries, the largest population of accused poisoners consisted of mothers, wives, and female servants, is one of the quotes that Caroline finds. Oh, Are you surprised? No. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it stays true to this day. It still is. Yeah. Work smarter, not harder. Exactly. Yeah, that's still true to this day, honestly. And would you go mudlarking? Yes, I would. Uh, it sounds so cool. Honestly, I probably have and didn't didn't know it. I mean, we all look through like I mean, as kids, I definitely looked I, through like rivers and stuff for like. I was gonna treasures. say like my family. So I grew up in the middle of nowhere. Yes, in the, in the country. <laughs> I've never lived in a house that had sidewalks to the house. So there's that. Mm. But my grandparents would find things like down in the riverbed they found indian bowls they found medicine things like yeah i mean they were doing that and then we would go and visit my aunt's house and i would go down to the river and just play in the mud and stuff like that yeah and i found a teacup like a full teacup i actually i actually still have it it's in was it broken at all it had some cracks in it but it was a white teacup i I think I still have it in my room somewhere, or maybe in one of my totes. I'll try to find it, and if I can, I'll I'll send you a photo. But I didn't grow up by any rivers. But yeah, I mean, (laughs) yeah, we kept things like the the Indian medicine bowls my grandma made into, like, flower pots. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she has, they're called mother hens, but they're a type of succulent, and she had them in that. And yeah, we found all sorts of things. I mean, arrowheads. Yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah. But I definitely would like if that's a thing in london that actually people can do in london i 100 percent would do that i would love i would love frolicking in mud see i knew i'd bring it i knew i'd do it back people honestly (laughs) maybe that should be a goal in every single work in the word frolic (laughs) word of the word of the podcast frolic for every single episode yeah, it's gonna <laughs> so, be a goal. I wanted uh, to mention uh, Sarah Penner's second book. It is not a sequel. It's not part of like, it's not a follow up or anything. No, but, but I wish it was. I know, but I, it's kind of very similar. It is feel. Yeah, it comes out on April eleventh of this year. So kind of okay. soon. Okay, it is called the London Seance Society, and early reviews has a rating of three point nine seven. It's so higher. Yeah, even higher. It's not dual timelines, but is a dual perspective of a medium Mm -hmm. who is trying to get revenge and like an assistant, something like that. You can look up. It has the. I know it's on Goodreads. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, but it sounded very exciting and I will definitely get it. And if the cover is half as pretty, I'm for sure getting it. Yep. That's yeah, it's, what it is. It's, it's pretty. A pretty floral, like not watercolor, but it's so pretty. Well, I can read. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely, the... I'm definitely going to get it. Oh, yeah. So this one is, let me find it because, of course, it's. It talks about other things. Yeah. A spellbinding tale about truth, illusion, and the grave risks women will take to avenge the ones they love. May mercy be upon the men who find himself the enemy of a vengeful medium. 1873. At an abandoned chateau. Wow. I haven't seen that spelled in a hot minute. And so I (laughs) panicked for a moment. On the outskirts of Paris, a dark seance is about to take place. Led by acclaimed spiritualist. Vaudeline, Vaudeline, the well, it's V A U D E L I N E. So it's like Vaudeline, but Vaudeline, Vaudeline, known worldwide for her talent in conjuring the spirits of murder victims to ascertain the identities of the people who killed them. She is highly sought after by widows and investigators alike. Lena. Wicks has come to Paris to find answers about her sister's death, but to do so she must embrace the unknown and overcome her own logic-driven bias against the occult. When Vaudeline is beckoned to England to solve a high-profile murder, Lena accompanies her as an understudy, but as the women team up with the powerful powerful men of London's exclusive seance society to solve the mystery, they begin to suspect that they are not merely out to solve a crime, but perhaps entangled in one themselves. I like how it's all about women, like, empowerment. Women taking over the world. Yeah. <laughs> as they rightfully should. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Yeah, I read that Claire review about the Lost Apothecary with saying the concept needs to be confiscated, and I was like... How dare you? Also, um, another person, I won't pronounce their name because I'm going to botch that like no one's business, but <laughs> three months ago... Gave it two stars and said, how can this story be so dull? I don't think what? the Lost Apothecary is dull at all. But they still gave it two stars, not just yeah. one. Yeah. No, I liked it. It was fast paced. It was like a short read. Anna rated it feeling cute. Might apply to Cambridge later with <laughs> the rolling eye and gave it two stars. Why? I know. I Honestly, I feel like this would be a good segment. To add, like, the low ratings and what they said on the books. We can each just find our own favorite mm-hmm. lowest ratings. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's my dog. Uh. So, Zoe, a year ago, rated it one star, saying, I read a lot of books. Some I love, some I hate, some fall somewhere in the middle. But rarely have I read a book that bamboozled me as much as this <laughs> one did. Ow! Zoe, how are you bamboozled? At the end, when Eliza lived? I mean, I was bamboozled when she threw the damn vial away. That bamboozled me like no one's business. Yeah. (laughs) Intriguing to say the least. But I loved it. I mean, I thought... It was really good. Did your mom read this one? No. She should. No, she hasn't read many books lately. Mm. I'm trying to make her read things we've never... I don't know. The Lucy Square one that I'm obsessed with. It's quite long. Yeah, I told her she needs to read this one. I she likes witchy stuff too. She re, she's read there's a trilogy that she loves by Nora Roberts. It's about uh, witches. So each book is a different oh. sister, I think. Oh, 
that's cool. So she's she loves witches too. I love witches. I love witches. I actually just bought a book on <laughs> witches. Oh, witches. But yeah, that is the Lost Apothecary. Love it. Recommend it. I highly recommend yeah, it. Yeah, that was good. It's not like it's not spicy. It doesn't have no. It's not romance no. at all. It's just about women scorned. Yeah, which I mean, <laughs> haven't we all been at one point? You know. <laughs> um, uh, so make sure to tune in to next week. We will be reading Emily Henry's book lovers. Yes, so far, so far, so I'm good. loving it. Yeah, I only read people we meet on vacation, which right, still bothers me because the title doesn't really match it. Well, and also I own so Emily Henry only has come out with three books so far. Her fourth one's coming out this year, but I own her, all three. Her only three adult romance. I think she. Oh, that's wrote right. YA that's right. Something. But before, I but I yeah. own all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I haven't read any. Well, here we go. It's a problem that I have. You're telling me we're by uh, a lot of books I haven't yet. To read. I have a problem where I'll buy one book that I like and that mm-hmm. I want to read that I've heard maybe from book talk or saw it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if it's a series, I will buy the entire series yeah, I... before even trying the first yeah. book. Because what if I don't like it? No, I have to have the no, whole but series. I need it. But what if I really like it and yeah. I want to immediately? I will say I've never read a book, like a book in a series, and then immediately read the next one. Oh, I have. Oh. Because I've, I've, could I tell you what series? No. But I know I have. <laughs> I have not, but I still insist on having the whole series. It's just look nice. Well, and plus half the time you can find only like one book in a series. At a time. At a time. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to read it, you might not have it by the time you actually want to read it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yes, Book Lovers is next. Like I said, okay. I think I'm on like <laughs> chapter three. I was reading a little bit during lunch. Oh, nice. But uh, check yeah. out our Instagram for our schedule. Is yeah, we have one more after Book Lovers. There's one more week after next in January, and then we'll have our February schedule up. So a excited. little uh, forewarning: it is all romance because it's I'm February. So what are you gonna do? Excited. And it's a short month, so those of you who don't like romance could yeah. can get over it. <laughs> Suck it up. <laughs> but yeah, it's I'm excited for February. Mm-hmm. We, we have we figured out February a while yeah, ago. Yeah, we have a good mix of rom com romance and like spicy yeah. or Yeah, we've got yeah. one of the twisted series. We've oh, got some yeah. Tessa Bailey. That's all I remember. I'm gonna be quite honest with um, you. I'm got, like staring at. We've got the red, white, and royal blue. Yeah, that's we're gonna, right. We're gonna be reading that. Got some MM. And then was there a Taylor Jenkins read one in there? You know, wow, I, I, I don't really don't remember. I don't think well, so. You guys can check out the Instagram. And You'll be you'll, surprised you'll with know. us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Podcast. Well, and shout out, we got two more countries that have yeah. listened to us. Shout out to everyone outside of the United States. Thanks for listening to us. Was it India and Australia were the new ones? Yes. Okay, shout out to India and Australia. I'm glad. I don't know how you found us. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, tell your but, friends yeah. about us. And uh, we need 
all the followers on Instagram. I think we're only at like 61 right now. Yeah, we, we should probably post more too. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I'm lucky I remember two posts, so... That's fair. That is fair. I'm trying my best. <laughs> Just a slight breakdown. I am trying my best. Um, <laughs> But, I mean, at some point we want to do a giveaway, but we need more followers. So, tell your yeah. friends. Tell your family. And, we'll, and we'll, we'll figure that one out. And once we hit a certain amount of people, I mean, we got to... Higher than 60, I can tell you that. <laughs> so tell Get your friends. On it. Tell your friends. Doesn't matter. Tell I mean, we've got a lot of people in dogs. We got a lot of people on the East Coast that listen yeah, to us. We do. I don't know how I don't know. we're blowing up. We just do this. Yeah. For funsies. Yeah. <laughs> Reading gets me through. I mean Escapism is the only way I survive. Our goal in life. I think, or at least mine, would be to at least someday open a bookshop. Oh, yeah, that's mine. Too. Mel and I would love to own a bookstore uh, together and yes. record Baby Got Stacks in our bookstore. Our bookstore. So, I mean, if you have any um, business people that you know, <laughs> hook us up. Any uh, loans. Also, give us all your money. Also, just, yeah, give us a building. Or buy us lotto tickets. You know, that's almost to a oh, billion dollars right now. So there yeah, you go. I haven't found that yet. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yeah. So give us money and give us followers <laughs> so... and we'll be less demanding. <laughs> check, check, and check. All right. Before we make more demands, we should probably sign up. <laughs> yeah. Off. Now it's like I'm making my Christmas list. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, all right. Uh, thanks for listening. Yes. See you next we week. will see you next week. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>